But first, we are talking about the Amber Alert that was issued late last night. We now know that a three-year-old boy is receiving medical treatment and an arrest has been made. This after Vancouver police allege the child was taken from the hospital in Vancouver, disappearing from BC Children's Hospital where he was being treated for undisclosed an undisclosed illness. The Amber Alert went out last night and as you've been hearing on the news, police near Calgary spotted the child this morning. That's when the child was found and the arrest was made. And Vancouver police are saying now that an investigation in the case is underway. Well, we wanted to talk a little bit more about this and the system in general. So joining us now is Amanda Pick, CEO of the Missing Children's Society of Canada. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Uh, I know this this isn't exactly what the Missing Children's Society does, but are you able to talk a little bit about Amber Alerts in general and the, the when they are used, how they are used, and how important they are? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we do support the Amber Alert program uh, through our Child Search Alert Network, which I can speak about. But uh, first, the Amber Alert uh, is issued by police uh, when... A child is missing under 18, and that child is believed to have been abducted and in imminent danger. Uh, The police can only activate an AMBER alert when they have met that criteria, along with uh, important information to be able to share. So the alerts will include the name and description of the abducted child, who he or she might be with, and descriptions of any vehicle suspected of being used in the abduction. And and they must have some of that information to be able to share with the public before an Amber Alert can be issued. So having this one, the way it was issued, I think it was around 11.19, 11.20 last night, and then it was cancelled around 6.30 this morning when an arrest was made and the child was found. Is that what you would describe as a success? Yes. Absolutely. I think the Amber Alert program is a powerful tool to be able to engage the public in a large geographic area, so provincially wide. Uh, I know there's always a a conversation that is had after the alert system is used, uh, and that tends to be, you know, the timing of the alert, when it was sent out, um, did it make sense for the the public to receive it, and if it did go out, was it it sent out in uh, an a time where people thought it made sense in terms of what they could do to help or when it was issued. Those questions always happen. And and what we share, uh, we work directly with police across the country. And and we know through our experience that Amber Alerts, um, any alerts issued to the public about a missing child really happen when an investigation uh, takes place. And so police, as they receive new information, understand uh, through their investigation what's happening with the case. That's when they make the decisions to share that information with the public. Right, because I think that's one of the conversations. And of course, people are very relieved to hear that this has been resolved, that the the child was found just a few hours after and actually quite a a distance found near Calgary. Uh, So a lot of questions there that will be part of the investigation. And so so people will be relieved to hear that. But like you said, there are questions as well in a lot of people. I wouldn't say complaining, but people are are perhaps commenting on the fact that it woke a lot of people up. And is that is that useful in that you're waking people up? that aren't going to be in a position to help? Or is that necessary to make sure and blanket it out and fan it out to as many people as possible? Well, and I think it's it's your you know second conversation point, which is, is it useful that as many people as possible get that information? And that's why the criteria is so high. And it has to be met 
in order to activate the alert, which is they believe that that child is in imminent danger and that child was abducted and abducted really, uh, you know, is, is understood by everybody. When a child is abducted, there is imminent danger and we do need to find that child right away. And this case really does speak to the geography of the alert and the provincial wide, you know, people are sleeping and, and receive alerts in, later into the evening and, and don't believe that there's really anything they could do to be able to help. But having said that, this case highlights how quickly a child, once abducted, can be, uh, that child is moved. And so, you know, through, through that period of time, that child was taken from one province to another. That covers quite a bit of distance. Anybody that's driven from, you know, Vancouver to Calgary knows that that's a, that's a long drive and, and there's a lot of distance to be covered. So it does make sense when a provincial-wide issued uh, Amber Alert is given to people so that anybody across uh, an entire province can help. And that's what we need. When a child is missing and abducted, we need help finding them right away. No, exactly. And that's why I say even though some people might be questioning the timing and and how late it was. But I guess that would come out as a question as well, wouldn't it? In that it would be different sending an alert out at 1120 at night is different, I would think, than sending it out, say, at 230 in the morning. But but there might be just as much need. There, I think that you have to just look at the life of a child and and the timing in terms of uh, getting help. So really, it's not about, you know, from our perspective, as someone that, uh, an organization that works closely on finding all missing children and finding them as quickly as possible with police, it, it's not so when in a 24-hour period, the time that it's issued, it's, it's the critical amount of time that goes by when a child isn't found and what that means to the child's life. And that's really how I believe we should be looking at it in terms of help. It doesn't matter what time it goes out. It, it, if one person gets it who's in the right place at the right time and saves the life of a child potentially by providing information, then that's what needs to happen. And, and when you look at the timing, and again, there's an investigation into this case, but when you look at the timing of this, that the alert went out, to, let's, say, uh, let's say from 11.30 p.m., because it was around 11.20, and then cancelled at 6.30 in the morning, that's still only seven hours. So even if you were driving as fast as you could, it takes longer than that to drive from Children's Hospital in Vancouver to Calgary. So does that speak to that they had to make sure that it met the criteria and there, there can be a delay in that case when it child's missing or when it's discovered, a, a delay until the Amber Alert is actually issued? Absolutely. And I think you just, you just said it uh, in a way that's easy for people to understand, which is as soon as the case um, is reported, an immediate uh, actions are taken by the police to investigate the case. And as soon as they have information that would meet the criteria and that they believe that that child's in imminent danger, then they issue. Many people don't understand what goes into that investigation and from a police perspective and so make assumptions around what the right timing is but uh, definitely through the investigation process that's when police will issue alerts and um, and when things are done properly we see successful locations because it all works and when there's challenges you know that also comes uh, out and we try and do things differently. Uh, so in this case, the fact that that child was found, the alert was issued as pending the investigation um, at, at a time where it could be meaningful for people to help. And that child was recovered safely, located safely. I mean, that's, that indicates that this program, the Amber Alerts, do work.
And this might be a better question for the public safety minister or or in BC, but I'm curious if you know, because it seems like it has changed a little bit in that even years and years ago, uh, CKNW was the Amber Alert station and that if one was going out, we would get the information or the newsroom would get the information and we would fan it out to all of the other uh, news agencies and put it out there. Whereas now it seems like it's more of an emergency BC. And and I, I didn't think that it used to come with the high, the really, the siren that kind of goes off on your phone as an emergency alert. Do you know, has that changed? Well, it, it, it has changed in terms of how it is issued through the wireless op, um, opportunity and channel, right? So I, I agree that, you know, we've, we've seen um, a progression and a change um, to the first response fan out. So media was the first response to help get that out, but that's because there was no ability to be able to um, push the information directly into everybody's phone. And so that has technology has changed and therefore the distribution channel um, is utilized differently, for lack of a better way to say it. Um, and, and I think you're right. There's, you know, questions that the public have that only government um, and uh, can answer in, in terms of alerting. But what I would say is this, is that um, I know I've yet to meet a community member that when asked, wouldn't help find a missing child faster. We have the Amber Alert program. It is for certain cases, but there are children missing in our community across this country today, and those children uh, don't receive the Amber Alert um, because of the threshold, but there is a way for people to help, and if you don't mind, I'd, I'd love to be able to share where uh, your community members can go to find out about missing children and receive information right away if they um, register to get it, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. So they can go to rescue, um, rescue, and um, there is a app that's downloaded for free, uh, and that police can then send information for cases that don't meet the Amber Alert but are still high risk, and you can view cases in your neighborhood right now. And I would just say that anytime you can help save the life of a child, I know we all want to, and that's why the alerting systems um, are effective as people receive the information and stand ready to help. And absolutely. And Amanda, just one other question, though, because I have been seeing this and, and people, and again, I think it's because this was the first one maybe we had late at night that did wake people up. But are you concerned that because this is part of the provincial alert, and we recently had an alert as well with a, an active attacking, an active shooter situation in Langley, BC, are you concerned at all that people are going to be looking for ways or maybe not sleeping next to their phones because they don't want to be woken up and they're going to miss these alerts? Yeah, I think there is that concern. I think desensitizing um, community to receiving information and asking them to be prepared to help or to you know make make um, a contribution of information or just to keep their own family safe. I mean, there is that's why there's criteria that has to be met, and that's why these systems are multi-tiered ones that you know, wake everybody up in the middle of the night, no matter what, and ones that you can opt into to receive information. And I think some people are just, you know, accept that that's how and when information comes because they understand the importance of it. Um, And some people will not want to participate in receiving it and will turn their phones, you know, put their phones in, in a different room or ensure that they are not woken up. And I think that's, you know, our choice as it relates to receiving information, but it's still really important to have those channels ready when we need them. All right. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us and talking more uh, <clears throat> Excuse me about this today. I really do appreciate your time. Thank you for having me.